it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here with a very special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. She is one half of the amazing Chicks on the Right show. She is Mock. Mock, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, Mock. I'm good. I feel like it's been forever. I've had so many issues. (laughs) Imagine that. Mock has issues. (laughs) That needs to be the name of your next book. I've got issues. The Mock story. Um, It really does. (laughs) Let's get into it here. This time tomorrow, Donald Trump will have been arraigned in a court in Miami. Federal indictment here, Mock. Is this a witch hunt? Is this something that, you know, is... Okay, a lot of people are saying Trump screwed up and no one's above the law. Where do you fall at? I am like exactly in the middle of all of those people. So I believe, yes, absolutely. It is a witch hunt. And yes, he majorly screwed up. So I think all of those things can be true at once. And I I, I actually wrote about this at ChicksOnTheRight.com earlier today because what I'm hearing is either people saying, oh, my God, this is like a complete witch hunt and he's totally innocent of everything, or people saying he's guilty of sin. And there's no room for some reason for, like, people, with my opinion, where I think he's getting the total shaft because – Hillary should have been indicted. Joe Biden should have been indicted. And yet it's always about Trump. And so he's always the target. And that is grossly unfair. And it's clear evidence of a two tiered justice system. But that doesn't mean that he that he didn't do anything wrong. And so I think all of those things can be true at the same time. Okay, I'm glad you bring that up, because something we talked about earlier is what about ism? Right. Everybody that hates Donald Trump is saying, look at those Trump supporters there. What about ism? But if you're talking about the law, something that right. should be fair, something that should be equal, I think what about ism is totally in play here. You can't have two sets of rules, one for this person and one for somebody else. It doesn't work that way. It shouldn't work that way, but I'm worried that it is going to work that way because I don't know that you can take, like, you know, anger about the fact that this isn't fair and and that other cases were not handled similarly. I don't think you can use that as a defense in a court of law. Now, a lawyer may correct me on that. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. But it doesn't seem to me that that's going to be something that Trump's lawyers can actually argue to get him off the hook for the specific charges that he's facing, as wrong as this whole thing may be. I mean, it's completely unfair, but it it also doesn't absolve him of any of wrongdoing. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I totally get that. I'm talking about from the folks that are looking to vote in this next presidential election. Yes, Donald right. Trump's going to have to deal with his own stuff. He did the things, and now he's going to have to face the music here. But if 
if you're a voter, I think whataboutism is a fair thing to bring up here because your son plays lacrosse, right? If yeah. one side, if your opponent in the lacrosse match is getting all the calls and your team is not, you're probably going to be pretty upset and say, wait a minute, this sucks. This isn't fair. It kind of feels yeah. like the justice system is in that same place right now. One side's getting all the calls and the other is uh, getting all the heat. Well, and that's a great point, and that's why it, it, it completely is a different conversation altogether when you're talking about what will this do to voters. I mean, it's either going to galvanize them and turn and turn Trump into a martyr, which I think that's the angle that he always likes to play up, and I think it works really well for him. Um, or is it just going to turn off independence, which he desperately needs, who are just sick and tired of all of this crap, who just don't want any more Trump drama, who would much rather focus on actual issues instead of, you know, feeling like they have to defend and, and worry about Trump's legal battles 24-7. So I, I just don't know the answer to that. I think it. I think you can make a case either way. I totally get both sides of that argument. Um, but I know for me, just personally, I am sick and tired of this. I just also hate that it is so unfair and that and that is a huge, huge danger for America. So, you know, I'm, I it hasn't changed my view that I'm going to vote for whoever the Republican nominee is, because whoever has the best chance of beating Biden, that's who I'm going to vote for. I would never be the kind of person who stays home just because I'm exasperated and because I don't like the choices. That is not me. I feel like only Trumpers and never Trumpers are the most dangerous people to the republic that there are at this point. Mock from the chicks on the right here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Mock, where do you think Trump went wrong? Where do you think he went sideways in all this? Because his I... mouth. <laughs> Sorry, did you say his mouth? <laughs> yes, it's his big, fat, gaping, huge pie hole that he can never keep shut. And so I think, you know, if you listen to, for example, Alan Dershowitz, Alan Dershowitz completely blew off most of the indictment except the audio recording. And most people who aren't blowing off the rest of the indictment are all pointing to that audio recording being the most damning evidence against Trump that there is, because it's him literally tearing apart his own defense that he's been holding for the last several months about this. He's always said, I can declassify anything I want anytime I want. And yet in this audio recording, he's clearly saying and flapping around some, you know, secret document in front of people that shouldn't see it. He's clearly saying, well, I could have declassified this when I was president, but now I can't. And yet he's holding it in that moment when he is no longer the president. So it's like he's admitting fault on audio tape, which is uh, prosecutors have got to be just loving that. It does seem just a little thin, though, to me. And it's all, you're right, the differences between Hillary Clinton. I mean, Hillary Clinton, the day the indictment dropped, trolled Trump by selling hats on her Twitter that said, what about the emails? What about? Oh, what a hat. I mean, when, especially <laughs> when you think about the scope and the scale of what she went through and what she did and the lengths she went to, to, you know, private servers and destroying yeah. and hiding and obstructing. And she totally should have went in jail. But Comey, the FBI director, said, oh, that wasn't her intent to go, you know. Right, yeah. right. But so I, I feel like it's the exact same thing we're talking about here. It is. And actually, it, that that is is more advantageous to Trump because he was the 
the only one out of the three of them, Trump, Hillary and and um, and Biden. Trump is the only one that actually has the Presidential Records Act behind him. He was the only one in the role of president at the time that he took those classified documents where he should have been able to call that, like make that call. Is this classified? Is it not? I'm, well, I'm going to declassify it. He is the only one out of three of them that actually had the power to declassify. And Biden, I mean, Biden has that now, but at the time that he had those classified documents, he didn't. And so they are, they're in a much worse position, I think. But again, you know, you can talk about the unfairness of this all day long. I don't know that that's going to help Trump in a court of law. I I just, the only thing that's going to help Trump is that it is if for some, by some way, he somehow manages to get elected and he can pardon himself. That's the only way that, I I mean, unless he, he has a very favorable jury, I think he's probably in some trouble. Mock with us. One more thing here on the Trump indictment and arraignment, then we'll move on to some other stuff here. Again, People just want things to be fair. So if, and again, there's a better chance of me uh, winning Miss America tomorrow, but if (laughs) the Justice Department comes out... This day and age, that could be possible, actually. (laughs) I could be the next Bud Light influencer. (laughs) If the Justice Department comes out tomorrow and says, you know what, we're also going to invite indict Joe Biden. We've got enough information here. We're going after Biden and we're going after Trump. Do you think that would be enough for a lot of people in this country to say, okay, this is a ball game here. Now we've got something fair. Would that be enough for a lot of folks to feel like Donald Trump is the victim here? I don't know. I mean, that's a really great question. And there's part of me, honestly, that, well, I mean, a huge part of me obviously wants Joe Biden to get indicted because his family is so freaking shady. But but I also there's also the part of me that's just like, man, if they're both under investigation, wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be what America deserves to finally have two different younger people to vote for? That's what I want. I I know that's according to polls, like 50 percent of the country just wishes that we had two entirely different candidates to look at. And so, you know, maybe if they were both being investigated, God, wouldn't it be just something if they both were like, you know what, we're just going to drop out of this race because we got our own legal battles to deal with. And then, and I feel like that would be the best solution possible for America. The only problem is the DOJ is not going to indict Joe Biden. There's no way right. on earth that happens. I mean, this is a DOJ that goes after concerned parents and school boards and calls yep. them domestic terrorists. Same DOJ that does nothing about crisis pregnancy centers all across America getting uh, firebombed. Um, it's the same mm-hmm. DOJ that is ignoring Hunter Biden and every illegal act that we already know that he's done in the Hunter Biden laptop. So I don't think that I don't think in any way, shape, or form they have any intention. I have no faith in Merrick Garland at all. So you we're shouldn't. we're speaking yeah. with Mock from the Chicks on the Right. So last break, you had kind of mentioned that wouldn't it be wild if both sides, Republicans and Democrats, had young candidates running in 2024. It kind of feels like Gavin Newsom is laying the groundwork for the Democrats. He's got this little (laughs) shadow campaign going on where he's going to different states, ripping on DeSantis, not really talking about Trump that much. It's all about DeSantis. He sat down with Sean Hannity for an interview on Fox. Do you think Gavin is laying the groundwork here to make a run? Well, he keeps saying that he's not, so shouldn't we just believe him? <laughs> it's like the opposite. 
Right. It's like whenever right. a team that stinks real bad in sports, we're not going to make a change of quarterback, we're not going to fire the coach, right. and the next day, bada boom. Yeah, I mean, it does seem, well, if any, if, if nothing else, he really wants attention. And so I don't know if he's setting, I don't know if he's laying down campaign groundwork for, you know, 2028. I have no idea what he's doing. But, but, but I, I mean, even on that Hannity interview that you mentioned, like the, the only time I think that they mentioned Trump, he praised him. He was like, oh, yeah, he and I had like this really awesome relationship during COVID. He was super great. And it, and it like that was the only time that you heard about Trump from Gavin Newsom in that interview, which was really, really weird. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, the, the choices on the Democrat side are so all over the place and weird that I don't. You know, what has to happen for Gavin Newsom to actually have the ability to be in the race at all? Like, are they going to get rid of Biden and Kamala somehow? And how and if so, how? How are they doing that? And do the Democrats put a uh, rich, elite white man? uh, It doesn't check off any boxes when you were talking about identity politics. But I guess they yeah, did it with I mean, they right. did it with Joe Biden. Right. If you've got yeah. that kind of money, if you're friends with Oprah and Magic Johnson, that's close enough yeah. to being black, I, I mean, guess, for got, the Democrats. They, the Democrats <laughs> got rid of Cory Booker. They got rid of uh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. They got rid of uh, Elizabeth Warren, they a, a woman. Kamala. <laughs> they got rid of Kamala, <laughs> yeah. Kamala. <laughs> Hell, she was the first one they got rid yeah. of. Right. I'm telling you, Mock, and I've said this before, tinfoil hat, that convention being in Chicago for the Democrats... Here we go. That just reeks of a backdoor entrance for Michelle Obama. Here we go. Joe Biden is one more fall away from saying, I've got to step out for my health. And here comes (laughs) Michelle Obama to save the day in her hometown of Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Well, I you know what? I I would believe that if I thought she wasn't. I just don't think she's interested in doing it. Like, I think her life is way too cush right now that I can't imagine her putting in that kind of work. I don't think she was happy in the White House when Barack was president. She's not alone. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine her wanting to do it. Welcome to the party, pal. (laughs) Uh, Miss Mock from the Chicks on the Right. Check them out online. Chicksontheright.com. On social media. Chicks on the Right. Mock, you rock. Thank you. Thank you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Come on back.